Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome to another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Good afternoon. I'm Jaron Vecchio. And on today and tomorrow's show, we're going to be hearing from the candidates for the riding of Fort McMurray Cold Lake in this month's federal snap election. So starting things off, we have the candidate for the NDP, Garnet Robinson. So Garnet, I appreciate you taking a couple minutes and maybe just to start off for those in the community and I guess the riding more specifically who uh, don't know who you are. Can you just share a little bit about yourself and why you chose to run as an NDP? Okay, well, I have just recently retired uh, I was working for in Lacobiche for 36 years as a child and youth care worker and uh, for the provincial government. Uh, I've also been very involved in my union, uh, the Alberta Union of Provincial Employees, where I've been the local six chair, which is the local that works or covers uh, social workers and other similar occupations. I've been a vice president of the union. I've done many other things with the union. So I've actually traveled through most of the province um, doing those things, as well as part of my work with uh, child and youth care. Um, So I think that kind of ties into why I'm running, is that I have spent the majority of my life working to help people working to speak for people who have trouble speaking for themselves and trying to to deal with the power structures to make sure that the people that they're supposed to be serving are being serviced proper, properly. All right. So uh, let's get into some of the the bigger topics when it comes to uh, the SNAP election. And the one that seems to be taking, it seems like everyone has an opinion across the country, is when it comes to vaccines and, you know, a vaccine passport or just proof of vaccination. Uh, We know that uh, there's some parties that don't want to have this included. We know that there are others that want a vaccine passport or at least some kind of proof uh, of vaccines. And I know the NDP are one of them. Uh, what's your opinions on, you know, uh, making sure that more Canadians get the vaccine? And do we need a passport? Uh, I think that to get more people to take the vaccine, we have to have uh, leaders on side with with it. Uh, we have to um, deal more effectively with those that are spreading false information about the uh, either the ineffectiveness of the vaccine or supposed dangers of the vaccine. And as far as the vaccine passport goes, I'm in favor of it. I think it provides a simple solution that um, uh, businesses uh, in particular that want to make sure that their staff and customers are safe, want to make sure that the people coming into the business are fully vaccinated or they make other accommodations to provide for those customers. Mm-hmm. 
Another big topic is climate change. And I like to believe that the majority of people in this riding, you know, believe that climate change is a real issue. However, in this riding, we also know that the importance of the oil industry and there's a lot of people here who want to find a healthy medium. Uh, if you were to be elected as our representative, how would you advocate for maybe the oil industry and making sure uh, climate change is also, you know, fought responsibly as well? Okay, I would want to make sure that people continue to have jobs. Okay? Their jobs may not be exactly as they're doing now. That um, nobody is going to shut down the oil industry tomorrow or in the next decade. You know, we still clearly need oil, but we need to be looking at other ways of producing and providing energy. Um, the people in the oil industry have a great deal of technical expertise in dealing, uh, you know, the people that drill uh, for wells and that uh, can also drill for uh, heat recovery, uh, thermal heat recovery. The... Um, solar industry is picking up, uh, the wind industry is picking up, and between uh, wind, solar, uh, heat, and, uh, and oil, I think we can have an effective uh, and predictable source of energy in this province. All right. Well, uh, Garnet, those are the two big topics, I think, that uh, specifically people up here in the riding uh, want to know a little bit more about from their candidates. But is there anything else before I let you go that you want to share with our listeners? Here's what I would like to share is that we have uh, seven candidates running, all with very different ideas. Okay? Um, five of those candidates are very clearly running on a... Um, a more right-wing economic policy and we have had decades now of MPs from this area representing residents on that on that process or on that basis and I think it's uh, vitally important that people start looking at other interests you know that if you want to vote for somebody who's going to represent your actual interests and not the interests of corporations in this area, then I believe you should be voting for the NDP, and that would be for me. Once again, that was Garnet Robinson, the NDP candidate for the riding of Fort McMurray, Cold Lake. We're going to take our first break here on Fort McMurray Matters, but when we come back, we're going to be hearing from the Green Party candidate for the upcoming election. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. Once again, I'm Jaron Vecchio. And if you're just tuning into the show right now, Today and tomorrow, we're going to be hearing from the candidates for Fort McMurray Cold Lake in the upcoming federal SNAP election. And before the break, we had a chance to hear from Garnet Robinson, who is the NDP candidate. Now joining me over the phone is Brian DeHere, who is the Green Party candidate. 
Brian, it's been a while, but uh, we're having another uh, federal election, and that means that uh, you are coming back on the show as you have been named the Green Party candidate for the riding of Fort McMurray Cold Lake. Uh, for those who are new to the community or maybe just didn't have a chance to learn more about you in our previous federal and I believe even a, a, a provincial by-election you ran as well, uh, can you just share a little bit about yourself and why uh, you are running as a Green Party candidate? Yeah, thank you. And I'm happy to be the candidate once again. This is my fourth time I've run as the Green Party of Canada candidate uh, three times before. Uh, And the reason is because I'm happy to represent the party. I think the Green Party of Canada has a lot to offer. Uh, and I want for voters to have that option. Uh, I've, I've told you that in the previous times as well. Uh, so voters, I think, know that about me by now. Uh, if there's no green candidate on the ballot, they don't have that option. Uh, and I think it does have a lot to offer uh, with its policies on uh, environment and on social justice. And I think both of those are very relevant to the Fort McMurray Cold Lake Electoral District. For sure. And uh, in my opinion, there are really two big talking points uh, when it comes to this riding and uh, the federal election. First one, climate change. And I think every party uh, has, you know, somewhat of a climate change plan uh, where they want to make sure that, you know, climate change is, is, I guess, dealt with. However, when we are in the riding of Fort McMurray Cold Lake, we know that uh, the oil industry is such a big component of everyone's lives up here. So if you were to be elected, how would you advocate for making sure that we protect our climate, but also make sure that uh, we are supporting the industry as well? Sure. Uh, Yeah, and of course, uh, what this touches on is both environment and economy, and both are extremely important, uh, not only to everywhere in Canada, but especially in Fort McMurray Cold Lake riding. Um, And and certainly, I have said many times before uh, that the industry uh, is important uh, and has a role to play, uh, but also, absolutely, it needs to be taking all precautions so that it is a a safe and clean industry. And there are numerous concerns uh, that are ongoing, of course, uh, about some of the environmental impacts of the industry. Uh, Yes, absolutely, climate change is uh, an urgent matter. Uh, It's been referred to as a crisis, climate crisis. And I think that is underscored by the recent release of the, uh, the the report from uh, now I can't remember what this acronym stands for, the IPCC report uh, that indicates we actually are are quite a lot behind in meeting our, our targets uh, to try and keep uh, the, the global temperature from increasing more than 1.5%. So that is very urgent. Uh, we also just passed uh, a one-year anniversary on September 4th of the release of a report from the uh, Commission for Environmental Cooperation, which is between Canada and the United States and Mexico, uh, relates to the free trade agreement. Uh, And that report confirmed that the tailings ponds are leaking. And also it confirmed that the federal government has a role to play in enforcing the Fisheries Act uh, that's related to that leakage and and we have not seen the federal government take action 
it clearly has an obligation to act in that regard. And that would be an aspect that I think whoever is elected as the next MP for Fort McMurray Cold Lake, uh, they have an obligation to try and see some action from the federal government on that. Mm-hmm. And for yeah. those who are wondering before, when you mentioned IPCC, that uh, stands for the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. So I know you had brought up that report earlier. Um, Brian, uh, right, the, the other big topic, and forever, whoever gets elected, the party, COVID-19 is still going to be a big part. And there's a lot of talks about masks and vaccines and whether a vaccine passport should be uh, made and whether you know public sector staff should be uh it should be mandatory for them to get the vaccine and i know a lot of people in uh, the riding want to know whether you know the person they're voting for whether they support making vaccines so-called mandatory or having at least a vaccine passport so travel uh, it would make it so that they can travel uh, or do you not support that yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to confess that this is not only a difficult question to answer, uh, but also that I'm not sure of what the party's position is on this. I haven't checked. Uh, I think myself that it's very important that people get vaccinated uh, and that everyone do what we can to, to try and stay uh, safe and uh, uh, and so that travel is safe uh i don't i don't know if i have an opinion on the requirement for a vaccine passport or not uh that's something that i think i still need to to do some research into all right well uh, brian before i let you go is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners sure uh i didn't really say very much about myself earlier uh and uh so for anyone uh, who doesn't know me? I'm I'm known fairly well here in the Lacklebish area, uh, and that's partly because I'm a musician. I play in a band, uh, but I've also been involved in various uh, community groups. Quite a few uh, groups that have to do with watershed stewardship, uh, and some people uh, in other parts of this riding know me uh, through those groups as well. Uh, that's something that's very uh, important to me uh i put quite a lot of time and effort into volunteering for those groups because i feel that uh our watersheds that's one of the ways that that we can do a lot really to try and uh uh you know have safe clean waters clean air clean lands uh for all of us to to live in and and work in and uh, and benefit from uh and i think that that stewardship approach I think that's the way that we have to approach uh, how we how we live in those lands and waters and and uh, and try and take care of uh, the nature that we enjoy. All those right. are some some very important things about me and some of my values. Once again, that was Brian Deheer, Green Party candidate for the riding of Fort McMurray Cold Lake. We're going to take our last break here on Fort McMurray Matters, but when we come back, we're going to be hearing from the People's Party of Canada candidate. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. Once again, I'm Jaron Vecchio. And if you're just tuning into the show right now, 
Today and tomorrow's show, we're going to be hearing from the candidates for the riding of Fort McMurray Cold Lake in the upcoming federal SNAP election. Before the break, we had a chance to hear from Brian DeHear, Green Party candidate. Now joining me over the phone is Sean McDonald, candidate for the People's Party of Canada. Maybe for those who don't know who you are, as it's impossible to know every single person in this riding, uh, can you share a little bit about yourself and why you wanted to be a candidate for the PPC? Yes, well, thank you very much, Jared, first of all, for the, for the invitation. I really appreciate that. And um, I start off telling people when I'm asked that question, and I let them know right off the bat, I am not a politician. I never thought I wanted to be a politician but I feel very pressed to do so at this time in my life. Um, I was born and raised on a Kikino Métis settlement. I started my business, Black Scorpion Contracting, which is strictly oil and gas back in 1997. I am president of ROBA, which is the Region 1 Aboriginal Business Association, uh, one of the founding members and formed back in 2009. And I've always been fighting for oil and gas and for people, Indigenous and non-Indigenous, in this province for the past how many years. Uh, through ROBA and also the IRN, which is Indigenous Resource Network. So it come to a time in my life, you know, in the past year and a half and all that with the lockdowns, um, the forced vaccinations and all the mandates for mask wearing and that, I just feel our country's out of control. We're losing our freedoms very fast, including freedom of speech is what they want to get on us next. And I even opposed Bill C-68 and 48 back then, right? So it's just a long for me. So I want to take my fight higher than what I have been with Roba and the IRN and myself personally to fight not only for its riding, this province, but this country. Fighting for our freedoms is what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. Now, in my opinion, there are two big uh, topics for this upcoming uh, SNAP election, and these topics really uh, impact uh, this riding. Uh, the first being uh, the notion of having you know, a so-called vaccine passport. We see that everybody in the country has an opinion one way or the other. We know that uh, the People's Party of Canada and your leader, Maxime Bernier, are uh, against this. Uh, what is your opinion on this? As I know, there are... Um, I'm assuming a few people in town who want to know what your opinion is before they vote uh, vote for you, whether or not uh, you support it or you're against it. I am not against vaccinations. In fact, you know, my wife and, and one of my sons is vaccinated. I choose not to, but I am against forced vaccinations, right? I'm against anything forced upon your will. It's not my will to be vaccinated, so I cannot do. So I am definitely opposed to uh, the, the government cramming that down our throats and forcing us to do it, right? Um, so again, it comes back to freedom. It should be my freedom of choice and your freedom of choice, whether you want it to be vaccinated or not, wear a mask or not, or shut down your business and our economy, you know, to do so. Mm -hmm. And that's hurting us big time. It's killing our economy, it's killing businesses. I've been president of Roman for how long? I see people suffering and failing and, and resorting back to where we were before we had our businesses. Right, people are falling into poverty. People are losing their homes, their livelihoods. Right, and it's over the freedom of choice and locking down the uh, the economy, shutting down the economy to do so. Right, that it never should be. So, no, I'm not against it, but I'm against forced vaccinations, against you know forcing us to wear a mask. Right, that it's, it should be our choice. To me, if you're vulnerable and you're weak, then fine, protect yourself, lock yourself down, whatever. But let healthy ones continue to carry this economy through and, and keep our economy alive and flourishing, not kill it. And then we're so dependent on the government, but that's exactly where they want us. And I oppose that as well. 
Okay. And it seems like another big topic is climate change. And I would say the majority of people in this riding, you know, acknowledge that climate change needs to be addressed. However, when we're in this riding, we also see the importance of the oil industry. So if you were to be uh, elected as our, uh, our MP, how would you advocate for maybe a healthy medium between the two? Um, you know, again, climate change, that's another touchy subject. But again, I've been oil and gas all my life, but I'm also indigenous. And I, therefore, I do care extremely about our environment. That's first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But you look at Alberta's track record. You look at the oil and gas in Alberta, the track record. In Canada, the highest standards, right? And they've lowered their, their, their carbon footprint immensely in the past 10, 20 years. And they spend the most on R&R, you know, a, a resource and a research and development on, on getting... Um, to drop those standards even more, to drop the footprint even more, and raise the standards, I mean, right? Out of anybody in the world, we got the highest standards, right? And, and they strive to keep the lowest emissions, and they're getting it. They're getting it on time. So you can work hand-in-hand hand with oil and gas and lighten your carbon footprint to ease the load on, on climate change. It can all be done together, right? Um, but buying somebody else's oil from a different country when they have the lowest standards, you're supporting them. So how are you making the climate change any easier? We're still going to burn the fuel. We're still going to burn the oil. We still need it until we find an energy that replaces that besides oil and gas, which is not going to work in, in our environment. Until that happens, we need oil and gas. The population is growing, not shrinking. The need is getting higher and higher. So why spend it on a company um, that has no, no morals, no standards at all? Right. And are they paying for the equalization payments like we do in Alberta? No. Are, you know, are, is there a carbon tax for them? No. So to me, that, that's not fair for putting Alberta and Canada oil and gas in that predicament, right, when it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. We got, again, like the highest standards in that. It can work together with the environment and climate change as well. A proven fact. We've got a good track record. And it's only going to get better. All right. Well, Sean, before I let you go, is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners? Yes, definitely. Um, I tell people when you're when you're voting, do your homework, right? Don't just vote. Like I've been hardcore conservative all my life, um, but the conservatives of, of, of late are not true conservatives like we are at the PPC. To me, they're going too uh, too light liberal for for my liking. Banning the writing and the way the uh, the candidacy the, the by election was taken away from people in this writing to vote on the representation for conservative party was stripping and taking away from us. We were robbed of that right. Um, so that again is, is coming from top down. It should be from the people up to the party, right? The people are the, the rate payers, taxpayers, and they are the ones in charge. They're the ones that are leading, not not the top end of it, right? So that was, it was done all wrong. It put a bad flavor in everybody's mind, right? So um, when I say, when I, when I run for this election, I say, yes, you're voting for the party. Yes, you, it's party against party. Yes, it's Canada against Canada. But right now, this election is coming down to our freedoms. You're fighting to fight for our freedom, or you're going to vote to lose our freedom. So choose wisely. Once again, that was Sean McDonald, candidate for the People's Party of Canada for the riding of Fort McMurray, Cold Lake. Once again, if you're just tuning into the show, we are talking with candidates in the upcoming federal SNAP election. We had a chance to chat with the NDP candidate, Green Party candidate, and of course, the PPC candidate. Tomorrow, we're hoping to chat with the Maverick Party candidate, Liberal Party candidate, and the Conservative Party candidate. 
Now that's all the time we have for today on Fort McMurray Matters, but make sure to tune into Mix 103.7 every weekday at noon to hear the interviews that matter to you and your community. Once again, I'm Jaron Vecchio, and this has been Fort McMurray Matters. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at Mix1037FM.com. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.